welcome to The Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. My brother, Christian, disappeared in Mali, Africa in 2003. He disappeared without a trace. We lost his story. We didn't have closure. We lost so much. I was fighting and searching to find Christian when actually I just needed to sit in stillness and attract him in. I was so resistant to doing this, but I had to surrender. It's a process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And we were destined from the start to tell our story into the dark, for we were born to a great white shark. Hello, hi, good evening or good morning. Welcome, come on in as usual. Come and sit around in the circle. Um, Well, I wonder how your week has been. My week has been interesting, (laughs) to say the least. Um, We've just moved into a time of growth, real growth, into the growing time. And... uh, I don't know how everybody's been affected by this. Um, we've been talking last uh, last sort of month, we've been talking about things sort of starting, so awakening and getting some intentions and some plans for the growth time. So it's obviously a time where you're going to be bringing things forward into the growth. But the thing about the growth time is that you have to have really strong foundations for the growth to really reach the potential that you want it to reach. And that means, well, like if you're planting seeds, you need to to remove the weeds, you need to remove the stones, you need to have a nice tilth on the soil, you need to plant the seeds in the right place, whether they like sun, whether like they like shade, dry or or damp soil. Uh, you know, all of these things we have to consider when we're planting soils, uh, seeds, sorry. And it's really at this point, the time where you have to really get that the foundations right for what you are going to grow over the next probably six months, at least three to four months anyway. So this week, yeah, I had I had there was a plan for this podcast and then unseen circumstances came up and. uh, It's just me on the podcast this week, Uh, so yeah sort of a a push really to trust myself came through um and i always pull some cards for when i'm planning the the podcast and this week i got um i don't know if you can see him beautiful polar bear it's the hydrophant um which is usually which these cards these animal tarot cards signify me um so I thought this was a bit strange when when it came up associated with another guest that I was I was doing the doing the show preparation for, and then obviously it was actually for me. So I am going to talk to you about trusting yourself. Now we've talked a lot about trusting the process. We've talked about trusting spirit, but I'm actually going to be talking this week about trusting yourself. 
And this has a lot to do with the growing time and like trusting yourself that you will be able to create what you want to create. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you quite a few different stories about my experiences. And this has become very clear to me this week. Opening up the role that I play and actually getting more clarity on the role that I play. And I think probably everybody will have been getting more clarity as the spring has gone on about maybe their goals, what they want, what's coming up for them uh, or for you listeners. So I want to tell you a story about me giving my trust away and putting all my trust in somebody else. Let's start with that, because I think we do that a lot. We we get we might get dreams, we might get visions, we might get gut feelings. But then we give it away, give our power away almost our decision making. We give it away to other people just by asking them, you know, what do you think? So we start to doubt ourselves. And self-doubt is a massive, massive barrier to achieving what you really dream of achieving. So when Christian, oh gosh, so this is this is 19, uh, no, 2015. Now, Christian at that point had been missing for 12 years. And I started to, I'm sure I've told this story before, I started to get heat in my back. I used to feel like warmth in my back and I would turn around and think where, you know, there's no, there's nobody there. It was almost like somebody had put a, a hand on my back. Um, I started to not be able to swallow properly like having real trouble with my throat. And at that point, I had started to talk to people who were involved in spirit through the work that I was doing as a ghostwriter. So I knew kind of these were spiritual signs, but I didn't really know what to do with them. And I knew, like looking back now, I know I was starting to be called. This was definitely a calling to action, because <laughs> we'd been stagnated for so long with Christian missing. Uh, and, you know, my energy was very heavy and I was very stagnated and grief. And I hadn't even looked at my grief, hadn't even started to begin to unravel my grief and, and the trauma that was surrounding me. Anyway, I knew enough that I had to reach out to somebody. And I, like I would say hmm, the majority of people who have lost a loved one, you start to think, right, uh, how am I going to, you know, find signs of their existence, you know, that they're still connecting with me. Um, you know, you don't trust yourself to be able to do that. So let's go and see a medium. Let's go and see a psychic medium. Let's see if we can get some connection. And that's exactly what I did. 
I went to, I approached a, a psychic medium and the first reading that was actually done, I was very fearful and the reading was, was not good and it wasn't really flowing, but it was enough to make me go back again in six months time after that. I knew enough that this was the person. I was very attracted to this person energetically. So I knew it was the right person. So I was trusting myself in terms of, you know, when you have a feeling about somebody, we all have that. We all make that first, you know, people make that first impression on us. And I just knew it was the right person. But as time went on, and as we became more and more involved, um, you know, it became very obvious that I was being led down a certain path. And I began to feel uncomfortable. But I also, <clears throat> my voice is going now, so I kind of also knew that uh, this was all part of the journey. So, yeah, I was, uh, and my, our grandfather was also present in each session that I did. So I, he, he was kind of keeping a, a wary eye on, on, on the proceedings. And actually my family got involved because I was giving too much of my self away and I was becoming more and more uncomfortable and, you know, on their point, on their side as well, I wasn't paying for the sessions that we were having, but we were getting more, it was becoming more obvious on both our sides that this was not a healthy connection. And When, when you know something isn't right, this is where you have to trust yourself. You have to trust yourself that what you're feeling in your heart, in your, in your gut instincts, and maybe what your dreams you're having and what visions you're having, you really do have to trust them. And you have to trust your body if your body is starting to feel uncomfortable with everything that's going on. Um, I was essentially, looking back now, in my position now as being able to communicate with Christian and the work that I do now, it was very obvious that I could connect with Christian. It was very obvious that I could be doing all this myself. And that's the point I want to go back to. Uh, and... I, in, in my dreams and in my visions, I was actually having visions of cutting ties with this person. And so, for example, I would be, uh, I actually, I, I didn't know at this time what I was, what these visions were meaning and what I was actually energetically doing, but I was putting this person in a, like a hot air balloon and, and letting them go away. Um, and, and so I was energetically cutting ties. 
I didn't know where that was coming from. And that's part of the trust is that all the, and I'll talk about rituals as well in a minute, but anything that comes up for you in terms of actions that you take, of things that you do that you don't know where, you don't know why you're doing them, you don't know where that's come from, like just trust yourself because you have a higher I don't know what to call it really I mean you could call it a higher I'll call it a higher Hannah or a, a soul Hannah or a soul whatever that knows that knows what you're doing why you're here and that higher self is guiding you all the time okay so from from my soul from from higher Hannah I was being given information all the time about trusting myself, the real need to trust myself, trust my feelings. Um, and actually in the end, uh, I did disconnect from, from this psychic medium. And it was quite a difficult process. And that was because I could feel the intention on both our sides um, and it, it wasn't a truthful and a, and a pure intention to, to get involved with me and, and Christian and what was going to happen later on. So yeah, I, it, the lesson there for me was to completely trust my instincts and to trust what was, you know, how I was energetically releasing them. So for example, if you've had, if you have people in your life where you start to, you know, like you're, you're comfortable around them and then you start to feel that you're not so comfortable around them there's a reason for that there's a there'll be a reason your body and your soul is telling you that either there's the connection is no longer needed or you're giving too much of your power away you know you're relying on somebody too much when you could actually be doing what they're doing for you so it's almost like I was being shown shown a gateway through this person and you know he, they were there we were supposed to meet we had a soul contract before we were supposed to meet I totally totally un understand that and believe and believe that but I was being shown like this gateway to spirit and it was the first time that I'd really made that contact with spirit and it was getting me used to it <laughs> and understanding how it worked so yeah trusting trusting the body trusting yourself and knowing when to release is exactly the lesson I think I learned there but also trusting then to keep going forward myself so it was really 
bringing forward my own sort of psychic abilities. And I do believe we all have psychic abilities. We all have senses. And I had a conversation with somebody the other day, actually, about psychic mediums and and actually anybody that you're working with if you're working with a therapist if you're working with a uh i don't know somebody that you have a long-term relationship with that you rely on like you are giving your power away i hear in fact i I have actually lost count seriously of the number of people who've come to me, um, you know, who've said I've been working with a therapist for years and for some reason it just doesn't feel right to be working with them anymore. You know, I, I don't feel this is doing me any good. And, and it's almost like I go to a therapist or I work with this person out of, out of an obligation. And I can understand that actually. It's like, I have to keep doing this, these sessions, but actually you're, you've, you've moved on from the sessions. There's nothing more that they can give you. And it's then up to you to take your power back. And sometimes you don't know where to go. You know, if I, if I don't have these sessions with this person, what's then going to happen? The thing is, and, and trusting yourself, is to know when it's time to release that relationship and actually ask your higher self or, or even trusting the universe at this point to say, look, I am going to finish these sessions or whatever. It could be in a relationship. It could be could be any relationship, really. And like ask to be shown another way or the next step on your journey, an empowering step on the next journey. So when I had, um, yeah, so taking back the power of it from, from me and my story, I then started to meet people who could help me be open to being, using my abilities. So as I was saying, we all are able to open. A lot of it is being actually open. But we are all able to receive from our senses, from dreams, from our gut instinct. And it's, it's really a decision to be listening to these signals. It's like your, your body's, I, I always have, have it shown to me, it's like your body's an antennae or antenna. <laughs> And you just need to be open to receiving all the messages that are coming in and trusting them. It's really, really important to trust your body <laughs> and trust your, your soul. So I'm just, I'm, for some reason, I'm automatically gone to my throat now. And it's, um, a lot of this is about then speaking your truth so where's, where's this going it's like being honest with yourself and being honest with other people 
and really seeing what you need. So I knew when I'd finished um, working, it, it, it actually came to a, a natural sort of end with, with this psychic medium um, or, or a hiatus. <laughs> we were waiting for things to happen and they never happened. Um, so it became, it became a natural break. And then once I'd sort of energetically moved away, that space was then open for other people to come in to help me. And through that, I was able to see and experience like the connection to spirit myself. Not, yeah, I wasn't connecting with Christian. I, in fact, I was actually at that point. I was then able to connect to him directly. And at the time we thought we were, because uh, we still thought he was alive. We then thought we were just uh, telepathically connected. But the thing is that, um, you know, we all are able to connect and use our senses. And if anybody is keeping you in there, I was going to say thrall, I don't know if that's the right word, but if anyone's kind of keeping you reliant on them or an outcome is dependent on them being around, like I would question that because that is giving away like your control. And the whole thing with, um, yeah, and I was talking to somebody else actually the other day about, um, again, psychic mediums. And I'm not, um, you know, I'm not bashing psychic mediums because I know having been experienced in that, um, that in, in terms of confirmation and connection, it's something that people really need. And I needed it at the time initially um, as confirmation of, of an afterlife and the, and the spirit and the energy of somebody continuing or an animal continuing. But there has to be a certain point where the medium, there is lots of mediums who do say, look, after they've done a certain number of sessions, if it, uh, if it becomes obvious that, that there's a dependency, they say, look, you can do this yourself. You can connect. <laughs> and they will then show the person how to do it themselves or give guidance on what to do. Uh, which is like it's the only it's the, it's the only sensible and truthful thing to do because uh, you know I have I have clients who I will work with for a certain number of sessions and I know then and I will get told you know they're ready they know they can do this themselves they're in tune with themselves they're open they're receiving like they don't need you anymore Hannah and <laughs> they are empowered you know that's the aim of the work that I do and our work moving forward and this is why we tell you the stories this is why we introduce you to guests so that you can be inspired and and like 
find practical ways that you can really empower yourself. We all know how to heal ourselves. We do. We seriously do. We know what we need. I and that was part of the reason. And as we go on, why? Um, yeah. Uh, we have to step away from this old way of healing with a, you know, somebody who knows everything and you go to them and they they do the work for you or they are able to unpick everything. Really, the person that you go to for help is a support and has done the process and is there as, I keep getting this word of way shower. It's like they are there to show you the way. This is a whole new way of healing that's coming in. And I'm get, I've been getting a lot of it this week, which is why it's been quite an interesting week for me. So the way of healing is going to change. We have been through the pandemic, COVID. We are still experiencing it, although not so much of the distance or the, of, of the lockdown. But the whole pandemic has created, I actually heard some or saw something, somebody was writing it about, we're going to be needing a national grief strategy to deal with the after effects of COVID in terms of mental health, in terms of loss, in terms of grief. I'm just hearing now, like, the structures that are in place now are not going to be able to cope with the amount of help that's needed. And it is going to force a change. And this is where myself, Christian, the guests that we have on, the listeners, you, there's going to be plenty of you out there who are part of this new healing uh, frequency and way of dealing and healing losses. And I'm, that can be in terms of physical losses, in terms of bereavements, that can be in terms of relationship breakdowns, redundancies. Uh, yeah, all sorts of mental health issues, but also spiritual losses. So soul loss, missing pieces, which is what happened to me when I was, you know, when you have a traumatic loss, when you go something through something traumatic, there's something cool. I don't know why I'm going into this now, but there's something cool. You lose parts of yourself. And a lot of the healing process and, and how I work is that when somebody comes to me, I already see, I see them as whole. I can already see them as whole. Um, and it's a case of finding the missing pieces and, and bringing them back. But it, in a way that the person recognizes 
their missing pieces and where they are and and how to bring them back and how to uh align themselves as a whole person and how to how to cope with being an an, a whole person because when you've when you've been not a whole person and you've had soul loss and and experienced trauma it's completely different when you when you become whole again and adjusting to that but that's maybe another side of the story um but yeah so there's going to be a totally different new way of healing and it's going to rely on you us all really looking to ourselves for healing so we all know what we need and we all know rituals we all know uh like rites of passages and 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 the way things were done before you know and and through past lives what we've experienced and how we've been able to heal before so there's going to be a lot more emphasis on on people having the courage and the determination to actually go on these healing journeys and doing it ourselves and trusting ourselves there's a huge gap in what we think we're able to do and what we're actually able to do I know um, something came to me this week, actually. Um, I remember doing athletics at secondary school and standing at a the sand pit on the long jump and waiting my turn and thinking, you're going to be able to do this, Hannah. Like, just trust your body. You're going to be fine. And I wasn't particularly, I maybe I was nervous and thinking, oh, you know, doing this in front of everybody and I'm going to fail at this and what have you. But something in me was saying, you're going to be absolutely fine. Trust your body. Like your body, actually something else came up today. Like your body is a robe to house your, your spirit. Okay. Um, your like this is what you what you wear in this life. This body carries you. You have to look after it. You have to nourish it. You have to trust it. You have to trust that it can look after you and it can be the vehicle that you use in this life. You've come here to, I don't know where this is coming from, but you've come here to achieve something. It could be healing yourself. If you're listening to this program, it's more than likely you're not here just to heal yourself, but you're here to heal other people. And you're here to be part of the new healing paradigm, the new way of healing. That's going to start off small and it's going to grow into something that will replace traditional ways of healing. And there won't be uh, healers as such I used to call I used to call myself um, a grief healer not that long ago but that was a label that I was somebody else put on me because I didn't really know what I was and I think this is quite important and um, this is sorry this podcast I'm going off on a complete rift here but um, I think that might uh, resonate with lots of people who are listening to this 
that you know you're here for a reason and you know you've been through loss for a reason but you don't quite know what or or where you're going or how you're going to achieve maybe the vision of what you see yourself doing uh that's okay at this at this moment but just know that yeah the body that you have here and we're this is talking about the growing time and the and the building the the real proper foundations like it's looking after this body that you have and really trusting this body that you have and trusting that it will carry you through whatever challenges you're facing i've just um there's an owl picture on the um on the other wall opposite me my eyes have just really latched onto it um now owls to me are all about inner wisdom inner knowing and i guess we're going to be talking here about again that inner wisdom and that inner knowing and this leads me onto another subject well no it's still part of the same story when I found out about Christian, so I was actually with a shamanic practitioner and we were working together. We'd been working together actually for about um, well, I'd, quite a long time, actually. Um, but she she was being trained and I was like her guinea pig. So this lady stepped in after the psychic medium, actually. And she and I went on a journey together. So we were we were equal. So she was leading gently, but I was also learning at the same time. And we worked on each other. And it was a very reciprocal arrangement. And it was a beautiful relationship, um, beautiful energy exchange. And that's when you know that you're working with the right person and you're learning and growing and finding your lost pieces because again it is like our skills and our abilities that we have they might be very buried you might have caught a glimpse of what you're able to do and been scared by what you can do that happens a lot a lot of people who come to me and say you know I started to see things or I started to experiencing things and it's like frightening I don't I say it's unknown I don't know I don't want to open the door on it um but if you have the right support and it comes from a place of pure intent and love and you click with the person and you feel comfortable with the person that is a fair energy exchange and that is the feeling that you want when you're working with somebody so i think the new new healing new way of healing will be like you will 
work to heal yourself but you will do it in in a support way with with other people so it'll be more sort of like a a, a community effort where you're all helping each other supporting each other um yeah i have a oh, i'm being told to tell you this it's um this week i've actually initiated in fact it's it's all come together beautifully but i have initiated um the beginnings of a new product uh, which will be part of this new way of healing and i guess by the end of this podcast it will be ready <laughs> or it will be certainly in production which is an extremely exciting thought. Um, but yes, yeah, so going back to when I found out about Christian, I was ready and I'd been working with this shamanic practitioner very much in a reciprocal relationship. And then I was confronted with this, what am I actually going to do with the knowledge that number one, Christian's dead, and number two, I'm communicating with him. We are having a reciprocal relationship. Uh, and then it's this this goes back to the, you know, you have an idea of you've been through a loss or you've healed or you've been through some sort of transformation and you know you're here for a bigger purpose. You know, like what? And the big question then at that point was after we'd sort of told our nearest and dearest was how are we going to use this? You know, we haven't been through all of this experience for nothing. And again, you have to trust yourself. It's all this thing about trusting yourself before you can trust. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had to trust in in my abilities and and really go on a, I think it was, I would call it now as like an apprenticeship. So I started offering my services just starting to do tarot readings and things like that and intuitive tarot readings and I was opening myself up very in very very small but very deliberate steps to the pathway that was opening up in front of me and I at that point was very much trusting of Christian and our relationship and he was kind of encouraging me and I could and it felt right you know we keep talking about like trusting your feelings and it felt right to be taking these little steps it was frightening it in terms of this is something very new this is not what people know me for at all I mean I was a writer uh you know I live in a small village my kids go to the local primary school in the village you know like I was known not as what I do now <laughs> not in the slightest and that was a big, uh, a big hurdle to go over because I had to trust that this was the right path for me. And my body was telling me that I had no choice. <laughs> I had no choice but to do this path. And I actually, once I was doing the readings and getting into the flow of what I was doing, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it was fun and it was it felt like really beautiful and, and I felt at home doing it. And this is trusting your 
this is trusting the pathway, trusting your body, and also trusting that you, whatever you're being asked to do, you will know how to do it. I mean, when I, when I was doing the transmediumship with Christian, um, we were doing it on live Facebooks and Christian was telling me like, you're going to be fine doing this. You know how to do this. And I was like, I've never done this in my life. And I'm now doing it live on Facebook. You can see all the films, by the way, on our YouTube channel, The Finder of Lost Things. There's a whole 30 film playlist. Um, but it felt really right doing them. It feels right like doing these podcasts. You know, some like before I came on, I was thinking, I don't really know what I'm going to say. But once you get in the flow of it and I'm trusting myself to be able to do this, it's like I'm being shown. It's like putting on a comfy pair of shoes. It's like you know how to do this. So if you're being asked to do something and you're thinking, mm, I don't know, I don't think I want to do it. Just take small little deliberate steps and know that it's this is an old old saying but it, oh, I always get it all the time it's like remember it's a marathon not a sprint like you're what you're here for will become gradually clearer and you will be shown the steps so if there's I mean there's things that I've done in the last couple of weeks that I've been putting off for a long time and I've finally been pushed and pushed and pushed to actually do them and that's felt like the right time so that's another thing actually I have a lot of projects on the go and I have had for for many years actually uh the podcast is obviously one of them but these projects that I've had I've circled in amongst these projects for, for years so I would do a little bit of work on one project and then it would all kind of finish and then I'd go to the other projects and do a little bit more and then it would finish so I was rotating between these there were three or four projects and I was getting really frustrated because I was thinking why is this product you know project really not coming to fruition why is it not you know why why are people not joining this why why am I can I not just get this this publishing deal why can I not da, 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 da. and I and asking those questions you know why is this not happening why is like you're giving again giving up your control of the situation so you have to like trust yourself that doing work on lots of different projects or like not really getting to where you want to go uh, but knowing that eventually you will it's like just trust yourself what you're what you're being asked what your body's kind of like telling you to do because this week I can see like it's all just suddenly come into into like all these missing pieces have suddenly come together and I can see how all the different projects I've been working on are all going to come together in what under one umbrella and it is all to do with this new way of healing. And like I I've I guess the thing is with with trusting yourself, you have to have experience. Like going back to the sandpit where I was thinking about this this long long jump that I was about to do. I could do the long jump. It wasn't great, but I could do it. And I was pretty good at it. And actually, my son's just turned, you know, 
is pretty good at it too. He's doing all sorts of high jump and long jump that I was pretty good at. But like I listened and I was like, yes, I can do this. And then having been able to do it, I'm that is giving me confirm, confirmation and trust is like, I keep saying this as well. Trust is like, um, is a, like a muscle. You have to keep testing it and pushing it to build up the strength. Once you have trust in yourself, you then also start to have more trust in other people. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, so other people. So going back to that, I was doing like tarot readings for people and I was getting more and more confident and, uh, you know, more and more people were coming to me and then I started to get clients who I would start with intuitive tarot readings, but then I would start to get energies come in and I would be able to manipulate energy and I'd be dealing with past lives. And, um, you know, there was a awful lot more that was coming and I was just able to do it. I was trusting that I was able to do it. And that, that was putting myself, like being open to people coming in and then trusting that I would be able to deal with whatever came at me and I would be able to know. So that 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 owl, <laughs> it's like the inner knowing. You do know these things. You do know how to heal yourself. You do know how, um, you know, what you need. You know what you need. And it's very easy to dismiss this, you know, like the self-doubt listening to other people um and yeah like I got to a certain stage actually in when I was just beginning to do the do the intuitive readings with people I was always waiting for feedback and that again was giving my power away and I I and I uh, you know several times I got really uh was self self-doubt element and questioning you know, was I doing this right? Was I getting the right, was I giving them the right thing? It's like I was getting, wanting feedback from, from the person that I was actually saying the right things that they wanted to hear. When actually the work that I do, often people don't want to hear what, <laughs> what, what is coming in for them. Uh, I know they're ready to hear it, but you get a, you know, that I like when somebody told me that Christian was dead, it's like, I don't want to hear that. Thank you very much. Um, so you get a lot of sort of ego reaction. Um, but I trust that whatever I get now, I trust whatever I get is what the person needs and will empower them to be able to live their true potential. But at the time when I was waiting for feedback from clients, it was like, oh, this is too difficult. I would, you know, I'm just going to retrain as a plumber. I had that all, my, all the way through in the early stages. It's like, I just don't want to do this anymore. But I couldn't not do it. Like every time I said, I don't want to do it anymore. And it would go quiet. And then the phone would ring or an email would come in. And I, and I just could, I just had to keep going. I had to keep learning my trade almost think about think about it as that um and as time went on yeah that I was completely uh the trust 
trust in what I could do was um, was confirmed. And and in a way, the results that I was getting with people and people were were getting through working with me. So it was a two way thing because I always learn. I'm sure anybody who's listening who's in a healing environment, you always learn from the person that you're working with. There's always an energy exchange, some information exchange. And I was learning a lot as I was growing, as they were growing. Uh, and when that works, like it's such a beautiful thing. And that's what I really want you to, not that we've quite finished yet, but what I really want to leave you with, I guess, is this idea that when you trust yourself, and you are doing the work that or do it not necessarily doing the work but you're doing what you find fun and enjoyable and there's beauty in it there has to be beauty in it it feels so easy and it feels so easy to trust yourself like this inner knowing tapping into that and you then also then yeah you do you attract people to you they are they can't you can't help be attracted to somebody who is showing you a way of a way out of pain a way out of a cage you know solutions you need solutions but you also need like to feel the vibes with somebody to have the good vibes and know that you will work together in a good way um and spirit working with spirit gives me that that vibe as well as you know all my clients like we do click and i i always check before with clients with potential clients that we will click together always I'll always do like half an hour call with somebody to ascertain that we are going to click together because why would you work with somebody who you're not going to bounce off and have fun and empowerment and inspire each other and learn and grow from each other my family is upstairs crashing around. We've got a new puppy and uh, you can probably <laughs> hear the ceiling going. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's so important to have a life where you are listening to your body, listening to your feelings. You know, your body never lies. Your body never lies. I knew uh, that my body was like, um, like if I'm showing my like iron fist. <laughs> I knew that my heart was um, like in a cage and stagnant. And I could feel it, you know, whenever some somebody the worst thing was actually when I used to um go into Brighton where Christian used to live 
and there'll be lots of homeless kids on the street. And um, I would burst into tears every time I saw somebody that was sort of Christian's age. Um, didn't matter if it was male or female, but I can still feel it now. I just burst into tears. Um, and I would go up to homeless people a lot <laughs> and talk to them and like be willing them to make contact with somebody or because a lot of these kids are uh, are missing um anyway I knew in my heart what I wanted to do I I so wanted to help people who were um who were lost and who I felt were like Christian at that point uh who were missing who had a family who loved them and wanted to know where they were but obviously for whatever circumstances had happened anyway I wanted to get through to I I just knew empowering people and helping people and giving people the chance to turn their lives around with some support and some signposts I just knew that was the purpose and those feelings that I had really were my guide without even knowing it actually because at that point I didn't know that I was going to be working with people who were metaphorically lost um, but it was always there so that inner knowing and that Mm. like we all know what we're here for but we need to have silence and openness to be able to find that to really listen yeah listen to your gut feeling listen to your heart and listen watch out for your dreams and any sort of visions that you have because they are clues they are clues and your higher self your soul self is willing you absolutely willing you to go on the pathway and you're going to have people who like friends family who will try and dissuade you from going on the pathway that you're going um but you just have to you just have to keep going because if this is what you're here for and what you're what you really have to trust in like you can't you won't be able to back away from it because it will keep coming at you and it will keep coming at you and you'll keep getting little signposts and honestly it's like taking those little steps and trusting your abilities trusting that at the moment at the crunch moment when you're standing on the top of a cliff which I've been shown a lot recently, when you're at the top of a cliff, you just have to jump and know that your wings are going to suddenly work or unfold. Yeah. I, I was going to say it's as simple as that. I mean, it takes a lot of courage. But I know if you've been listening to this podcast, I know you're here for a reason. And I know that you're perfectly capable 
of whatever you're being asked to do. And you just have to trust. And you might need a bit of confirmation at first, like I did. Uh, certainly I went to see, so I went to see, I had the psychic medium, plus I went to see a, a spiritual artist um, who drew pictures of Christian uh, and my spirit guides. And, you know, I've been supported all the way along by certain people, certain groups as well. Um, and it's really just opening yourself out to finding those people that you resonate with, that you click with and trusting yourself that you know they're the right people for you and also then trusting when the time is right to to move on hmm. I think that's about all I need to say <laughs> so I think you got something from that about trusting yourself um next week um I do have a guest um she's lady called um Karen Anderson, and she's a pet loss specialist. Um, but also, interestingly, she uh, denied her gifts for a very long time until she finally went into doing the work and openly standing and doing the work that she does now. So I'm looking forward to meeting Karen next week. Um, if you have any questions for me, do come along um, to the finder of lost things podcast.com. And there's a facility there where you can ask questions. Um, might be interesting to see what's coming up for people. And if you want to get in touch with me, that's where you would do it too. Okay. Lots of love. Thank you very much for listening and uh, have a lovely week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Finder of Lost Things. I think we've been triggered so long and so hard by COVID and it's going to carry on. People are getting used to, to stillness and they're getting used to um, more solitude. But how do you use that time for the highest good? This process that we're going to explore will bring back the joy and purpose to life. That wholeness, you know, that sort of harmony and flow and togetherness people are really ready to find their lost parts now you can find me at hannahvelton.online views expressed on this program are those of the host guests and callers and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station its management or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.